0: Greetings my friends and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Well, today I'm sharing with you chapters 29 and chapters 30 from my devotional book, The End of Days, a 30-day devotional, watching for the return of Messiah. And uh, chapter 29 deals with the idea that we are not supposed to forsake gathering together as a body and what that really means and kind of really looks like and in chapter 30 i think will really hit home for many of us in light of the world we're living in today because it asks the question where is his coming especially in light of everything that's going on all the wickedness the evil the perversions everything that's taking place where is god why hasn't he fulfilled his promise after all it's been two thousand years for crying out loud right And so, we'll talk about that in Chapter 30. Uh, Just a quick heads up, that means that we are drawing really near to having this complete. I'll have to put some finishing touches on it, figure out kind of the technical end of getting the book uploaded and some of the other nuances that go with it, some artwork. So I'm hoping within the next 7 to 14 days, the real audiobook, like the completed audiobook, um, will be available and will accompany the other book on Amazon and maybe some other places. So that's kind of the goal. Uh, It's taken a long time to get this project done. Uh, This, you know, this whole book took six months to write and then published bright. I mean, literally, it was published the weekend after all the whole madness started with the virus and all of that. And then so the audiobook, it's not went the way I had hoped but hopefully it's went the way god has hoped. And there's it's not perfect. You know there's some imperfections even in the audiobook there's probably some imperfections here maybe a mispronounced mis- word there or a mispronounced word here. Um but it's the best that i could put together as someone who's trying to do this work while also being a full-time husband, father, employee, all those things. So I hope, that, uh, I hope that it's been a blessing to you nonetheless. All right, enough rambling. Here is day 29 and day 30. I pray that it speaks to you and blesses you today. Until next time, God bless. Day 29 Don't forsake gathering together in these last days. The perseverance of the faith and our walk with Messiah was never meant to be endured alone. Instead, we are called to walk side by side with our fellow brother and sisters in the faith. We are commanded to care for one another's needs, to love one another, and to bless and support one another. In fact, the scriptures tell us the world will recognize we belong to the Messiah because of the love we share for one another. John, chapter 13, verse 35, says this, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you have love one to another. However, I'm not so sure this is what we see amongst believers today. For most, the only interaction we have with our brothers and sisters in Christ is a nod, a smile, or maybe a handshake at church on Sunday. This should not be so. We should gather in our homes, tend to one another and encourage one another in the faith. We should break bread and share each other's burdens. Unfortunately, the church today and the attitude of the believer are far different from what we see in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts, chapter 4, verses 32 through 35, we read this. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power gave the apostles witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many were possessors of lands or houses sold them, and brought the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. Can you imagine a church body today willing to sell their own possessions, lands, and more to provide for the needs of their less fortunate brothers and sisters in Christ? This concept probably seems ridiculous and unfathomable to most of us. Now please understand, I'm not saying you have to go sell your house and give your proceeds to a corporate church. What I'm trying to get across is the attitude of the early believers towards one another. They had an attitude of great love for their brethren. The early believers gathered often, they cared for one another often, not just for an hour on Sunday morning. Many believers don't even attend church anymore, much less gather in homes throughout the week. Now, you need not attend some modern-day apostate corporate-style church, however, we should gather with like-minded followers of our Messiah. We must resist the temptation to isolate ourselves from our fellow brothers and sisters in the faith, especially as we are moving into the last days. In fact, the scriptures warn us against this practice. Why? Because as things heat up and the hostility continues to grow toward true followers of Jesus, We will need each other more than ever if we hope to endure to the end. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22 through 27 says this. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, For he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, But a certain fearful looking for the judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. Today's call of action. As we see the day approaching, the return of our Messiah on the horizon, may we be more intentional about gathering together. May we be more sacrificial with our love, our possessions, and our time. Let us be as the true remnant church, the church Jesus commanded us to be. Day 30 Where is his coming? As we look at the world, the injustice, the perversions, the wickedness, the ungodliness, it can be very tempting to get discouraged. After all, Where is his coming? Why hasn't he put an end to all the suffering? Where is all his promises and the fulfillment thereof? The scriptures reassure us God is not slow or slack on delivering on his promises, at least not in the way that we would measure slackness. The reason for his delay is his great mercy and great love for humanity. He delays simply because He wants all to come to the knowledge of the truth and to be saved. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9 says this, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. However, there is coming a point in time, which I believe is very near, where his patience and long-suffering will come to an end and judgment will arrive. It will surely come, and it will come swiftly and quickly. Most people will be taken off guard. Many who call themselves Christians will not be prepared. His appearing will come like a thief in the night, and this old wicked world would be burned up by fire. Knowing all this, the scriptures tell us to consider what type of people we ought to be. We need to ask ourselves: Am I walking in righteousness and holiness? Am I walking according to His commandments? Am I ready to meet Him today? Second Peter chapter three, verses ten through thirteen say this. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also and the works that therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day, God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for the new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. We need to keep our heads up, stay positive and look up with great expectation of his coming. Let us not put our hopes and dreams in this decaying world of wickedness. Rather, let us hope in the new heavens and in the new earth where only righteousness exists, where he will dwell with us for all eternity. Revelation chapter 22 verse 12 through 15 says this, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Today's call of action May his mercy and grace be upon us. May he strengthen us to finish this race of faith and endure to the end. May we never lose hope in his promises. And may we all delight in his final return. Praise the living God. Praise the Lord Jesus. He which testifies these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Revelation 22 verse 20.